You're listening to another episode of the Zag Ertisobe here. Excited to be joined by Anna Gauker from the 2018 NLC Wisconsin class. I haven't talked to the Wisconsin alums in quite some time, so excited to catch up with her and hear what she's working on these days. Thanks so much for tuning in. Let's get to it. All right, Anna, we were talking a little bit about our respective weather before we started recording. I'm out here in Los Angeles and it's sunny and you were singing the praises of some nice days over the weekend out in Wisconsin. How long have you been out in that state? Well, I grew up in Illinois and mm. I moved to the Madison area of Wisconsin a little over 10 years ago for grad school. I attended UW for my master's. And in terms of your interest in NLC, did you know much about it before you applied? Did a friend tell you? How did it come to be that you were a 2018 fellow? No, I wasn't super familiar with NLC until my friend, Rachel, who tends to be the one to encourage me to do a lot of the things that I do. Um, she sent me some information about it because I'm someone who's always coming up with ideas of things I want to create and make a reality. And I uh, grew up part of the social services system, living with a physical disability. I've seen a lot of problems that I think need solutions and need them now. And she felt like NLC would be a good place for me to connect with people and kind of make some things happen. Yeah, and I'm always curious, talking to folks who do advocacy work like you do, do you describe yourself as a, as a writer, an author, an activist when people ask you what you do for a living? How do you tend to describe that? I got my master's in rehabilitation psychology, so it's similar to social work, but it's essentially a counseling degree that focuses on assisting people with disabilities, navigating challenges, and moving forward with their personal and professional goals. So a lot of my career has been in job development for people with disabilities, and that's essentially what I've done up to now. Yeah. And then one of the things that caught my eye, too, I know you have some experience with politics, uh, running for office, those kind of things. Tell us a little bit more about that experience. Yeah, I ran for local office in 2018. So it was actually happening as I was going through the NLC oh, fellowship, yeah. which apparently is unusual. I didn't really realize that until I was in that moment. But yeah, it was definitely a learning experience. And I really enjoyed kind of mingling around a little more than I normally do and meeting with my neighbors and talking to them about the issues that they are facing in their lives. I don't know that I'll run for office again, 
but we'll see what the future holds. Yeah. And so was the position like a city council position or was it something else? What what kind of things were you trying to get uh, trying to get elected to? County board. County yeah. board. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I feel like Wisconsin politics is, is something that kind of captivates the nation sometimes, right? There's some interesting, if not kind of scary political dramas that are happening at state levels. Do you see that at county and city levels as well or are things a little more uh, civil? Um, well, I think the, the last couple of years has shown us that things are a little bit chaotic at every level of government, pretty much all over the country. And that's definitely true here in Wisconsin. And we like to make sure that we get attention for better or for worse for different things. But I think that when I was running, it wasn't like uncivil. Um, but I think that the last couple of years, things have gotten more intense. And I don't know, I think that it was such a good experience for me to, like I said, meet with people and talk with people. But I also felt like once you get into politics, people, the public kind of see you as one thing. They mm. see you as an issue or part of a political party, and they have a hard time just pausing to listen to what you have to say before they jump to a conclusion. Mm. So because I had Democrat next to my name, I think people automatically loved me or didn't like me and just kind of shut me out. And I think that growing up with a physical disability, you know, I've put a lot of effort into helping and allowing people to see me as fully human. And I felt like being in politics, it was even harder for people to actually see me as a full human being and listen to what I have to say rather than just jumping to a conclusion. So that was kind of a interesting thing I wasn't <laughs> expecting. Yeah, that's well said. When we come back with Anna, we'll talk a little bit more about her advocacy work on dis disability rights and other work that she's doing. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of The Zag. We'll be right back. And tell folks about the Rage Fund. This is something that you started relatively recently, I think, right? How would you describe what the Rage Fund is? Yeah, I started the Rage Fund last year officially. Um, and it started with just like having a series of conversations with my friend about some issues I was facing with finding and retaining caregivers and just knowing what a endless cycle that is for so many people with disabilities who depend on caregivers. So we created the Rage Fund to really focus on how to 
develop solutions that will allow people with disabilities to focus on thriving instead of just surviving. So we have uh, started to raise money to create an app. So we want to have that be a platform where people can learn how to become caregivers in their area. And then we also want the platform to be a place where people with disabilities can learn what services are available in different places because services are so different in different places and it's often very difficult to find out what public services are available in a state before you actually move there. So that's one thing that we are uh, trying to really help solve. And if folks in the NLC alum community wanted to learn more or support your work, what ways can they get involved trying to help out? Well, you can visit our website at jointherage.org and there's information there on how to get involved and donate. Well said. And we'll make sure to put all that information into the description for this episode. And thanks so much for joining us. And thanks everyone for listening to this episode of The Zag. You can catch all past episodes at all the places you get your podcasts. Make sure to like and subscribe and follow us on Instagram at The Zag Podcast. Until next time, we'll catch you soon.